Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hi, I'm Sarah Keyword. And I'm Mickey Overman. And this is Thank Fuck For That, a podcast in which we hear stories from our guests about the moments in their lives that might have changed everything. Whether they are huge near misses or small, seemingly insignificant choices, we all have stories that we look back on and wonder, what if? Our guests will bring us their best Thank Fuck For That moments so we can delight in how different their lives could have been. Hello. Oh, hi there. Oh, hi there. Oh, hello. <laughs> I, good evening. Oh, good evening. Good morning. Oh, Depending yeah. on where you are. Wherever you are, whenever you're, you're listening. listening to this. Do you think people listen to this in the morning? We could find that out, couldn't we? Yeah, tell us when you're listening to this, guys. Tell us when you're... Are you in the car? And then and then we'll, are we'll you change in the bath? it. If it's mostly like evening, we'll change it accordingly and we'll, we'll, we'll get a bit more like this. We'll lower our voices. Yeah, we'll lower our voices. Hi, yeah. everybody. I'll, uh, I'll rub my cleavage against the mic. <laughs> <laughs> um, t- don't let me do late night radio. <laughs> oh God! Or do I will give it away? You know, it's uh, you will give it away. Yeah, yeah, you almost did just that. I know. I thought about oh, it. God, and that was just a hypothetical. Exactly. Listening to this in the evening. <laughs> yeah. My God! If you imagine tell us the actual we- evening. Oh, it'll be all cleavage, baby. <laughs> all cleavage, no lips. <laughs> oh, uh, how have you? How have you been? I've been I've been okay. Oh, I've been okay. I feel like um have you been chilly? I've been trying to work on I it's, it is cold. I've been trying to work on uh, uh, being like more frightening and intimidating. Can I tell you why? How? <laughs> how? I'm try- I don't know. I'm trying to like look a bit scarier, like fiercer, like um like maybe the way I dress or something like that. Like I don't know whether to like wash less or something. I just want to int- like basically the other day I was I was coming out of the tube and I saw this woman and she was holding a baby, but then she had a big posture. And I said, do you need help? And she went, yeah. And then she gave me the baby. <laughs> and and I and I was really like- And I you was, just ran. I ran. Well, no. <laughs> Finally a baby. Yeah. Oh, I've been waiting for this. But she just handed me, she said, can you help? Can you just carry him upstairs? And I and I carried the baby upstairs. You, so you think that the woman thought you weren't strong enough to- help her with the bush chair well no i just was like offended that no part of her thought that i could steal that baby you want to look in your normal life like you might at any point steal a baby not at any point i just want to look a little bit like i could 
Okay. I, d- I don't want to look like I'm completely incapable of stealing a baby. Right. Like you do not want to look like trustworthy. Not, not. It's not that. It's not about trust. It's just like that. I'm so compliant that I wouldn't nick nick a baby. Yeah. That's upsetting to I me. I don't think it is. That's upsetting. That's not sexy, is it? I you think it's sexy if you look like you might steal someone's baby. Who's like the sexiest man? Like Pete Davidson. Oh my God. Incredibly <laughs> sexy man, isn't he? Like he's like a, a flavor of the moment. Like he's very attractive, dating lots of women. People are, are kind of going crazy about him. You wouldn't give him on the street. You wouldn't hand him a baby. Right. And I just want a bit of that. You just want a bit of... I want to exude a bit of that. Pete Davidson's edge. Pete Davidson's uh, likelihood of stealing a baby. I I want to support you. I really do. I it, what's, what's hard for me is when you come to me with this bullshit. <laughs> is that, you know, I really want to help you. I want to I wanna be here and be like, Sarah, great. Listen, I just think... But it's not great, is it? There's something it's about me that, you that screams, go- I don't have it in me to nick a baby. <laughs> Why is this this tapping into in your psyche? Pathetic guy over there. Pathetic. Hasn't even, wouldn't even steal a baby if if it was placed in his arm. Yeah. 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 It's embarrassing. Embarrassing. It's emasculating. Yeah. All right. I could make a baby, Mickey. If it makes you feel better, I wouldn't give you my baby, Sarah. Thank you. Not now. Thank you, Lucas. (laughs) So good to be seen. (laughs) Where I want to be seen. Lucas. You lie. <laughs> yeah. You lie. You would, you would 100% give her your baby. <laughs> you give her your baby immediately. Yeah. I'm just telling her that because if I don't, I feel like she's going to take it. Yeah? Yeah. I just think, like, you don't want to... I don't want to... I want to have an edge. I want to be a bit edgy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Great. Well, um, that's something that I guess you can... You Maybe can, I'll get a face tattoo. Yeah, spend 2023 on. Face tattoo that says... Getting a bit of an edge. I could nick a baby. Mm. Okay, cross the cheek. <laughs> so, listener, we'll be hand me we'll your, be upda- your peril. Yeah, we'll be updating of you, kind of how's how's going, and <laughs> you know how, how. Next episode, you just hear. <laughs> <laughs> we have loads of babies. Someone's knocking at the I door. I did it, Mickey. I did it. But the problem still would be that, like, you you would have stolen the baby, but you still wouldn't look like you could. Yeah, so it's a perfect crime. Oh, okay. So that's like a separate. It's a separate thing. Then even when we're in the police station, mm-hmm. and then the, for instance, if it was that woman, she was like, like, she, like, like they nicked my baby. Yeah, I'd I'd be able to be like, do you really think I would? Oh, with this kind of pouty yeah. energy. Do you think I would? And then I the, really can feel your edge coming. And through. The, yeah, and the police officer <laughs> would be like, I just don't buy it. Mm. I don't buy. It. <laughs> I just you don't seem like you could nick a baby. Do do I look like you think I would nick a baby? Absolutely. Oh, great. Yeah. You look a bit, <laughs> I did it. You seem a bit unhinged. Yeah, I, didn't even, <laughs> I didn't even think this was like a thing anyone wanted. Yeah. Uh, but now that now I know you pleased. want it, yeah. I'm glad I got it. I want it. I, I want it so bad. Do. Stop wearing this adorable England hood. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I could steal ha. a nice English baby. Uh, how are um, you anyway? What's going on with yeah, you? Yeah, I, I don't really know how to... Um, how to, uh, What's to your compete, news? Compete. What's your news? <laughs> Tell me what you've been I thinking about. I don't really know uh, what to say. That is, um, you know, um, I just want to frighten people a little bit. Yeah, no, I, I'm with you. I'm, I'm hearing what you're saying. You are actually frightening me a little bit with this, um, really? with this vibe. You yeah. Mean it? <laughs> 
No. Oh, no. <laughs> Mickey. <laughs> She immediately turned back and like, adorable. Oh my god! <laughs> Thank you so much. Give me your baby. Oh my gosh! I've nothing. I've just been so cold that mm. I just I I don't even. I feel like the cold is just wiping my memories of me instantly. You can't think about anything else. No, I don't remember the conversation we just had. Well, I can remind you if you will. <laughs> what was it? Well, uh, I want a nickel baby. <laughs> uh, what? <laughs> No, I, I don't want to. I don't want. I do I, not want. I genuinely am so. Fr- I'm so cold. The temperature has dropped quite cold. dramatically. In the I'm. Last I'm, couple of days. I'm double. I'm double blanketing it in, in my bed. She's double blanketing. Oh, in bed. Mm-hmm. I see. Yes. It's hard to get up in the morning. Do you, Do you have your heating on a timer, or are you just heating on? <laughs> Well, I'm doing very well. I'm sorry, yeah. I did not know I was talking to a millionaire, <laughs> an oligarch, <laughs> oligarch over here. Yeah. Um. No, the heating is off. What are you crazy? How do you get out of bed? I just, I just have to with on to get a lot of effort. Yeah. Yeah. I don't like it, and also I've been trying to cycle more. Ooh. You know, get in touch with my roots. Yeah. And. Uh, <laughs> And yes. this is, and I'm really getting in touch with my cycling in like the freezing cold is giving me like instant flashbacks from yeah. when because we had to cycle in all weather like it did not matter what the weather was mm. you had to cycle to school. There were days where the roads were so icy that there was almost no like I would walk more than I would cycle. You're skiing on like, your bike. There was, but there was. I remember there was a a little bridge that I had to go over uh, on my cycle route to school. And when it was frozen, of course there was. Th- there was <laughs> Dutch. <laughs> and when it was frozen, there was literally no way of crossing it because I would go up. I would walk at that point. I would go up with my bicycle, and you would just slide back down. And it was such a like. It was genuinely like this is my Everest. Like every day, I would have to go uh, early from home because I knew, and, and and it was the only way to get there was to cross this bridge. And I just knew that like it was just so mental. You take it at a run up, surely. Yeah, that's what I would do. Yeah. But then you, it, the road before it is icy as well. Like you'd just be falling. I would be sliding back. It was ridiculous. I, I would like try and push my bicycle <laughs> over first, and then like go on without me. <laughs> go on without me, and then like try and like scramble up afterwards. It was just so mental. And I remember one time I said to my parents, I was like, "This road, it, like, there's no way of me to to mm. get. This is so crazy." And my dad would just be like, "When I was young, <laughs> and you just know, like, yeah. there's no. I don't even know what's coming. We didn't even have legs when yeah, I was a child. It's just like I don't even know what's coming. But there's no, ourselves. there's no beating this story. Like, I'm yeah. sure it was horrendous. Mm-hmm. Like, whatever w- was happening. Um. So yeah, I just had to. Um, but now that I'm I'm cycling in England, it's bringing back all those memories. Yeah. So really getting in touch with my. Roots. How many bridges are you going? <laughs> Crawling yourself along. Yeah. <laughs> I throw my bike over Blackfriars Bridge. <laughs> People are this like, "You don't possible. You don't need to do this. Yeah. This is not icy." Your dad's next to you, like, when <laughs> I was a boy, <laughs> there was no, there, there wasn't even a Blackfriars Bridge. <laughs> they only had one bridge, and it was a ferry. <laughs> it was a ferry. Uh, should we should we talk about our, our guests? Let's get our guest in. This is very exciting. It's very very exciting. Our guest this week is the one, the only, Stuart Goldsmith, mm-hmm. podcaster, comedian, writer, 
dad. Dad. <laughs> daddy. Daddy. Uh, we will be referring oh, to him as daddy. He's so talented. He's so funny. Um, and he's brilliant. And I can't wait to hear his... I'm his, very excited about um, this. So I think the, we should... He's the one guest so far who replied to my email about this podcast telling me what stories he's going to tell. Yeah, but he's a podcaster himself. Like, yeah. he just knows. It's amazing. He knows the biz. It really turned me on. <laughs> I get yeah. I don't know what to do with myself. <laughs> okay. I had to delete the to, email. We need to get him in, but we need to calm Sarah down first. Yeah. I'm going to go stand outside for a minute. <laughs> Take some deep breaths. All right. Oh. Let's do it. Let's get him in. Let's get Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Come in. Stuart. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for doing this. Yeah. Thanks for thanks for having me. It's a pleasure to to be heavily coated and inside a tight yeah, freezing should, we, box. We, we definitely should set up for the for the <laughs> listener that we're all we've all decided to just wear our outside clothes. Can inside. we rustle them? Can we rustle yeah, them? Yeah, we have yeah. to rustle them. You can, like we're really there's a lot of authentic. quilting. There's yeah. a lot of quilting. Yours looks nicest, it's Sarah. So thick. Yours it's is great. really nice. It's a really good purchase. That's very. I've never really owned a coat like this, and yeah, it's it's, uh, it's a beast. It looks <laughs> real proper. nice. Mickey, yours looks. Listen, Absolutely it's, serviceable, but with a hood like a like a sleeping bag. It's worn out. It's been. I've had this coat for like four years, and I bought it for twenty five quid. What? And it served me so well. That it's, is a I mean, it, it's not pretty, but it does the job. I like the way it looks. I like those ones. Great. I've never had a coat that, that goes all the way down to your feet. There's oh, a few that of them. looks Playground yeah, drop off on dad, and there are some people who are like. Yeah. I've got this. They're basically uh, still in bed at that stage, They're effectively don't they? still in bed. And yeah, if they were just slightly, bag. if you put a long one on a shorter person, they could have like roller boots or something under it and just yeah. scoot around. <laughs> I can't pull that off, but I'd love to see it. Like a ghost. <laughs> just <laughs> floating ghost. through. Yeah, there is a bit of an extreme podcasting vibe for this uh, this particular episode. And uh, it does feel dystopian. I feel like we're um, we're like podcasting during like a war or something. Yeah, uh, well, it's like we're underground. Yeah. Yes, it, this is uh, that. Well, someone would say who's never been in a war. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I was. Uh, I was thinking. Well, I think you know, yeah. during a war is yeah, a sort yeah, of constant yeah. state, isn't it? Depending on where but you are. But people are podcasting. You know. Yeah. People constantly. are podcasting. <laughs> if I know podcasting. anything about war, people are constantly podcasting. <laughs> if I know anything about Stuart Goldsmith, he would keep podcasting. I would constantly podcast with yeah. no let up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> He'd be yeah, running yeah. Zoom gigs. People need to know. <laughs> I can't tell you where I am. <laughs> Well, thank you very much for coming on. This is a podcast about uh, life-changing moments and near misses. Mm-hmm. Um, do you dwell on the moments that could have or did change your life? Uh, no, I'm not really a dweller. I'm obsessed with the present, I think. We need- I, I'm, like, I'm like a panicky in the present moment yeah. person. And uh, as I think we talked about before, I have this, which is probably ADHD related, I have a very untethered 
feeling towards the past. So anytime I do a thing where people are like, cast your mind back to a time, I'm like, oh, fuck, I can't do that. <laughs> I, ca I can't cast my mind back. Is that so, ADHD related? I, I believe so. I'm not officially diagnosed. I'm on the kind of referral thing, but yeah. I just think of it Ooh. as my busy brain. Because I find it very difficult. If somebody goes, oh, have you ever had like a, being invited on a podcast and somebody going, can you think of a time when this happened? Or yeah. what's like, I did one yesterday that, and it was all about like spending money and like what's the best bargain you've ever bought? And like, if I'd done it today, I would have said Mickey's coat. Like, yeah. <laughs> exactly. I, ju I just, I feel like I've never lived a life when people ask me those questions. I totally agree. It's I totally agree. I, I wonder I, how, I do you that. find that? I have the same. Okay. I have the exact same, but I, I don't think I have ADHD. So I think for me, it's just, I just have a terrible memory. Yes. I think you're quite good. You're quite good at like, you've got loads of stories. Yeah, but I but I, I genuinely like, they will just, but they'll come out of nowhere. Yeah. It, but if I have to ask, like if someone asked me to conjure it up, I have yeah. no. Yes. Maybe, yes. maybe we're normal. Maybe it's the stress. Maybe, oh God, I'd love maybe it's the stress so of great. someone. Wouldn't it be fine, fun to find out? No, you're just a scatty workaholic <laughs> with a bad memory. Oh, fine, that's all it <laughs> what is. What a relief. You just can't remember faces because you're self-involved. Oh, yeah, that's fair. Absolutely a possibility. This is my biggest fear. I really like that you're like, I, I don't like when people ask, could you please think of a memory? And that's exactly what we're doing when people come on our place. I know, but you Precisely. gave me a week's warning. So I was yeah. like, shit, shit, yeah. shit. And now I've, I've, thought of, I've thought of two memories. And we give examples. Scraped together two yeah. memories. And I was just saying, you're the first guest who's ever replied to that email and told me what they're going to do, which Pro was amazing. Podcaster, mate. Pro I podcaster. I wanted to check I in. Said. Has anyone covered this? Am I going to turn up and you go, oh, no, we had that last I time. I loved it so much as well because <laughs> we, had a, a we had a request to stop having car crashes because people listen to this in the car. I've got a doozy of a car crash and yeah. I thought, no, I don't want to talk about that on a podcast. It's yeah. so overdone. Um, <laughs> it's so overdone. <laughs> this is, I in hope... 20-odd episodes. <laughs> certainly in our household, this show has a reputation for being the sensible driving podcast. Yes, it's, yes, it's yes. It's one yes. you can listen to yes. without sudden noises. Mm -hmm. No one's going to scream, what's that? You know, <laughs> Sort of, uh, making siren sounds. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. No, we had to. Uh, we had to oh, stop. No. Yeah. I had to take away my sound effects machine. <laughs> uh, can I? When you when you say you had to stop doing them, do you like? Did you receive a, a plethora of comments, or was it like one comment that you've taken? No, to heart? We had a there run a of car accident yeah. stories, yeah. and they were getting sort of increasingly harrowing. I think Janine Haruni really like reached the peak of um, terrifying oh. car accident stories. And then a few people messaged in and was like, really love the podcast. I do listen to it on my commute. So <laughs> is there any way you can stop telling horrible car accident stories? Um, and we were like... You've got to give them what they you. want and not give them what... Oh, no, fuck <laughs> you. You went down the other route. Yeah. Okay, so, well, listen, I've um, got four car crash stories. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, we listened. We hear you. And we, we hear you. And we started encouraging people to tell different stories. Yeah, and also like, but also it's fine if you do have a car crash story. No, no, no. I, you don't? <laughs> I yeah. do. Well, I do. I've got one, but it was a big, profound one, and I've talked about it a lot, and it's you know. Bleh. So tell us your thank fuck for that moment that is not a car crash. So my is that my near miss? It all yes, thank fuck for which your one? Your near miss. Yeah, my yeah, near yeah. miss. Well, they're all. Yeah, no, no. There's a hole in the format. Yeah, there's a hole in the format. Your near that's miss. Let's oh, not talk about, about it. Getting confused on the way, going which one is which. So whichever one you want. I've got a nasty. I've got a thing where I was like in real trouble. And I've got a thing where, oh, I'm so glad something happened. So they're kind of, in reality, aren't they? They're both thank fuck for that moment. And the first one is a near miss where you go, thank fuck that didn't happen. And the second one is a thank fuck that did happen. I that suppose. Is, that's what you should say. It's not really email. true, is it? That's what you said. But I like email. it. That's much that's, easier I love for you to it. comprehend. Yeah. yeah, that's great. We're changing the email. Let's do that. <laughs> <laughs> My work here is done. <laughs> Slides out. I leave. Yeah. Just immediately hear <laughs> the clacking of a keyboard. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Um, 
So uh, you're after my... Thank God that didn't happen. Yeah, let's do it. So I was in uh, Cape Town, South Africa, for the first time in my life as part of... It's the second time in my life, actually. um, Years apart for uh, for a comedy festival. Mm. And uh, now there are lots of issues with South Africa that I don't even understand the very surface of. But one of the things I was aware is like we were always chaperoned. Mm -hmm. We were like in the hotel and they said, okay, this is this is a a, a standard part of town, which means you don't leave the hotel, never leave on your own. Mm. Uh, The gig is over there. We'll put you in a bus. We'll drive you to the gig. And you you can see it. It's literally there. They don't walk there. Get in the bus. do And you get used to that, that kind of compound-esque sort of living. You go, this is the safe bit and you do this. And it has been, and this isn't a funny bit, this is like a, oh God, first time in my life I've been confronted with that sort of, like they were sort of explaining to me, the poverty here, the disparity in social social equality is so extreme that there are people within a few miles who would kill you for your shoes. Mm. So we were like, oh, cool. Well, it's And just... you experienced that the moment you arrive in Cape Town because the drive from the airport to the town, it's you're through. going through the townships yeah. and you see yes. so much of that poverty you really do. on display laid there. And you sit there on the vehicle, on your yeah. safe vehicle, being driven fast through it, mm-hmm. feeling like you're a kind of war correspondent or something, yeah. and reflecting on your uh, enormous privilege and yeah. wealthy white it's person and, and privilege, all of that yeah. kind of stuff. Yeah. It, it really weird and terrifying. Yeah, We were very well looked after throughout and the festival took great care of us and it was a wonderful festival. And then on the last night, uh, me and someone who was like a helper at the festival, who was local in that she was South African, I said, Joe, I'm really, I'm really hungry. And she went, I think some McDonald's around the corner. Mm. And we were a bit, we'd had a nice couple of drinks. I'd certainly had a nice couple of drinks. And I was feeling a bit like, Oh, yes. Yeah, oh, well, let's just pop out to McDonald's. That'd be yeah. nice. Actually, see some of the place. So we walked around the corner, and it didn't really dawn on me what we were doing. I started thinking, um, oh, this is nice, isn't it? Mm. I sort of noticed that, oh, I'm out at night. Mm. God, we haven't had the chance to do this. But often at a comedy festival, you're so busy going from pillar to post, you don't really you don't get to see much of the place. So it wasn't an unusual sensation to go, oh. so, you know, very slowly yeah. we'd go around the corner, and there is a McDonald's there. And again, it's like that. You know, I don't know if it was the part of town or representative of what it's like there, but there was a huge number of homeless and very hungry people outside it begging for fries and stuff. And it was really like wobbly. And, oh, this is, mm. I mean, like, you know, this is killing my vibe. This <laughs> enormous poverty in which you live. And, and yeah, I've had a nice with. couple of drinks, guys. Yeah, can we all respect? <laughs> uh, yeah, so um, me and the person who was looking after me, uh, we got our fries and we ordered a burger and we legged it. Um, kind of walking swiftly in a sort of a, mm. do you know this? This may not have been such a good idea. And I, and I <laughs> yeah, was sort of yeah, saying yeah. to her, "This is a, this is a, this is an okay bit of town." They're like, mm. you know. And she went, "Well, I'm, I mean, I'm from South Africa, but I'm not from Cape Town." I was like, "Oh, you're not so local, okay." Yeah. And we went around the corner, and I noticed that a car was following us, like a, a side tail, right? So we're walking along, and a car is slowly, a small white car is kind of keeping pace with yeah. us as we walk down the street. In a way, when you start to like the kind of it sort of shatters the picture that you have of the fun, cosy time you're having, and you go, "Oh, this is, this is." I feel quite vulnerable. This yeah. is why they told us not to go out alone. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, all of those things. Oh, yes. they did say specifically not to do this. This is why mm-hmm. Father said stick to the path. Yeah. <laughs> oh God. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So um, then a guy jumped out of the car and came over to us, very big, muscular guy, and he started walking along next to me, and he didn't mug us. But what he did was he started doing those kind of 
distraction theft kind of pushing mm. shoving like have you ever seen a, a YouTube video of a magician who can take your tie off without you noticing have you yes. seen those yeah, yeah yeah highly recommend that rabbit hole if you haven't oh <laughs> oh I've seen that the little the touches yeah. and the presses and the but hey buddy yeah, they what distract are you, you, know, you so that you're not you know yeah. and you you look up there and then something's gone yeah he, so he kept putting his foot as we we didn't stop walking because mm. I've got a certain amount of nous I mean a little bit yes. like I'm I've got a certain kind of <laughs> Uh, like having been a having been a street performer, I yes. know the secret, which is you can stand there and loudly be confident, and often that's sufficient mm -hmm. in the places I frequent. You know, I had a one um, in Tottenham Court Road once years ago. A guy um, dipped. That's a street uh, theft term. He dipped. Mm -hmm. He's a pickpocket. He's a dipper. Oh, I so he dipped. I thought my... you meant a slut drop. Yeah, <laughs> that would have been <laughs> so much better. Um, <laughs> he he stole my then girlfriend, now wife's um, uh, iPhone. And he mm. stole a phone and it had this very, uh, it was a bad choice of theft because it had very visible blue headphone cable that was now dangling out of his pocket. <laughs> right, yeah. And it was like, well, this is, <laughs> book it, boys, this is open and shut. And uh, and the, the streety instincts kicked in and I grabbed him and took a step back and announced to everyone in the street, ladies and gentlemen, this guy's just stolen my wife's phone, oh, my girlfriend's phone. Yeah. Everyone stopped and looked and he fucking froze. And I thought, I really am a massive hero. <laughs> They gather around in a circle. They're like, Start throwing money. Next? Yeah, yeah. Exactly. yeah. Um, I, what I, the detail I've left out is that he was very old and presented no threat unless <laughs> yes. he was heavily armed. <laughs> so he kind of did, threw it on the floor and did a runner. Um, so I, I have, I suppose I've always lied to myself and said, oh, I've got, I got street smarts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what to do. Yeah. I know, I know the, I know the big secret. <laughs> this, I was like, I don't know what to do. And we're walking and we're yeah, not going to stop walking. He's trying to engage us in conversation. We're not going to stop and have a chat with him. Yeah. But I am going to be polite and confident. And he kept measuring his foot against mine. It was like the the nudge was as if to say, hey, look, hey, look, buddy, our feet are the same size. Mm. And I'm thinking, kill you for your shoes, kill you for your shoes. Yeah. <laughs> okay, he's measuring me up. Like, the you know, when you get like... um. The story of the snake lying next to the snake's owner in bed. She wakes up and the snake's there, and and, and what it, it turns out, it's measuring her. You with that? Yeah. Yeah, I've that's never like heard thing. that story before. I. It's either apocryphal or it happens all the time. I'm so <laughs> glad you recognise it because otherwise I sound like a snake of. But I like to think man. that it happens all the time. Yeah. It was measuring her for eating. Measures you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The snake is like, here's some food. I'll just measure myself. I'll lie next to it and go. See if I, I can manage it. I could, I could fit her in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I could no I could way. save up like a buffet. Yeah, she, thought was, she thought it was cuddling up. Exactly. No. Exactly. Oh, my God. That's so funny. So I'm having my foot measured by the snakey guy. And uh, and he keeps he keeps running his hand up my leg. He's like, pat, pat my foot and then running his hand up my leg. And I suddenly realise, oh, he's trying to flip my phone out of my pocket yeah. to grab my phone. And so I grabbed my phone and in a really kind of British, no thank you kind of way, I sort of yeah, kept yeah. walking. And he went round, he kind of stopped. He stopped, which is kind of worse because previously we'd been able to see him because he was yeah, next yeah. to us. And now we are walking forwards on this street in the dark in Cape Town. And I, I don't want to look round. The car is there as well. And I'm like, oh, Christ, this is how lions hunt, right? Yeah, yeah, someone yeah, on a head yeah. and then they chase you and the person gets... And he's so, sheepdogging you. He's sheepdogging me. I thought lions, but sheep... <laughs> I mean, in... In, I'm profoundly vulnerable in both situations. I think yeah, the yeah. sheepdog suggests that he wants to look after us. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to hustle you guys back to your compound. Sheepdogging you sounds dirty, though, doesn't it? Oh, it does. Yeah. Always fully sheepdogging that. Yeah. Oh, is that like this is a sort of whistling code? I'm just following that thought. What would the, what would be the filthy equivalent of? Is it worth following that up? Is this the, what's the tone no, you of the must. podcast? You must. Yes, you yeah. must. We invite you to. To be sheepdog, that would be like corralling people into an orgy. Like, <laughs> yeah. like get them all in yeah. the same space and then stand there panting. I don't know. <laughs> um, 
So with a very it's rural like smell the, and feel. Yeah. It's before the dogging bit when people don't know where they're going. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> she, she dog, it's hazard it's hazard vests, breeze, tabards. That's where, the, that's where the dogging's happening. Yeah. Come by. Dogging yeah. over here. <laughs> Are you looking for the dogging? <laughs> <laughs> Straight on to the next left. <laughs> so um, we, we're walking along and the car's alongside us and he's behind us. And I turned to the, the woman next to me, who I now realised was a girl. She yeah. was like, oh, I thought you were this kind of local, I'm, you know, I'm, yeah. your, I'm your chaperone. I was like, you're about 18, aren't you? And I turned to her as we kind of increased it. We walked with a slightly more March quality. I said, um, what, what do you think we should do? And she said, I think we should run. <laughs> and we... And we just but it was like as soon as she said that it was like that's the decision made yeah, yeah, and yeah. then we ran yeah. and we kind of legged it into and the apartment blocks there have got kind of secure doors with security guards behind them so we just hammered on one like all pretense of being cool was yeah. gone we're like get let us in we think we're in mortal peril <laughs> um and the the security guard who was the most elderly he was like a yeah. simpsons cartoon of an old man with a bushy mustache bushy white mustache and the big hair coming up the sides he kind of very slowly walked <laughs> over to unlock the door he's got seven thousand keys oh. he's like i know it's one of these yeah oh god it was ratcheting up the tension and then um and then they so we were in there and he closed the door we, they I had either seen us disappear and gone oh let's hassle someone else um, but nothing further occurred and then she mm. you know rang the, the gig and the people yeah. from down the road came they, they travelled maybe a block in a vehicle yeah. to pick us up and then how, went how back long and we got told was off the... rightly so yeah then rightly so how long was the walk do you think to get it was probably a six minute walk. Wow, that's so it's it's incredible. If I if I was a mugger in that environment, I'd hang out in the side street near a McDonald's. Yeah. Mm. That's just, this would be my what would be your strategy? I think <laughs> what I want is people who that's think the tip. task is done. Yes. Have their hands full. Yes. Yeah. You know, if someone's got a burger and some fries or a bag, they've got hot food, they're hurrying home and they're thinking about their food. They think we've done it. We've we've They got think away they've with done it. it. I'd yeah. be hovering thinking, right. I think you're proving right now that theoretically you do have street smarts. <laughs> yeah. But only after the fact. Like, I, I love all that stuff. They used to, in Piccadilly Circus, they, in uh, Leicester Square, there used to be big boards saying, uh, muggers operate in this area. Mm. Yeah. And what would happen when, when people saw the boards? They would check their pocket and the waiting mugger nearby would go, that's where their wallet is. Oh. Yeah. So they had to take the boards down because they realised muggers were using them to, to hunt. To signify where to target. Yeah. Yes, exactly. So it stuff like that fascinates me, and I love it. I spent a lot of time in Covent Garden watching the world go by, waiting to do a show six that's hours from now. That's so, so I, fascinating. I love that kind of human dynamic, or the way they um, a, a popular scam at the time in Covent Garden was that um, uh, kids would come up and they'd have a map and they'd be like where are we and they'd put the map down on the table you were sitting at yeah. and scrape your keys and wallet and your phone and everything into a bag and then shake as the map they move the map away yeah so all of that stuff I'm like I know about all this stuff and then yeah. I I just realised like I'm not in my home turf mm. I am a bit inebriated and <laughs> this had been Covent Garden <laughs> yeah if only yeah. if only <laughs> boom three ball cascade <laughs> um, so it really it, it just it was a real moment for me of going oh I've I like I'm obsessed with trash fiction and Jack Reacher yes. so we all imagine I imagine I'm the hero and I've got the street smarts and I've got the chat and I yeah. talk my way out of anything and I, I know how to throw a punch yeah, yeah exactly yeah, yeah right <laughs> <laughs> well this is it what, what is it is it Muhammad Ali saying everyone's got a plan till they get punched in the face yeah. I've got a plan until I see someone who might look like they know how to punch yeah. someone in the face. I'm like, then my it's plans run. are ashes in my mouth. <laughs> I think we should run. Yes, run. I love that idea. 
<laughs> Not yeah. bad, though. She got you guys out of it. She did. She fulfilled her job, chaperone-wise. She had to make a decision. She made it. Because yeah. that's probably one of the hard things at that point is that you freeze. You yes. can't make a decision. Yes, for sure. I think that's a, that's a, your sympathetic nervous system kicks yes. in and it's mm. fight, flight, or freeze. Yeah. Um, and I always freeze. Do yeah. you? Yeah. Is this, I, on the way here, I was listening to your episode with Vittorio and uh, uh, you were talking about your parents witnessing an assassination in Corsica. Yes. But you were a baby at the time. I was a baby. So you, yeah. Yeah. But I bet I froze. She fought. <laughs> but, she fought hard. Yeah. <laughs> a series of pathetic yeah. tiny punches. <laughs> Super baby. Yeah. What do you do? Do you, are you a freeze or a, what's your, I, what's your I don't know. We, we had a, I think I, I think I fight and I shouldn't. Ooh, I think I fight that's and I'm good. I have no sense of the actual f- physical size of myself. I I'm, think that's good though. I I'm an idiot. That. Like I Yeah. Uh we uh, we we had like a it wasn't a break in but somebody got into our building last weekend and was it like rang our it was like 11 o'clock at night rang our buzzer was ringing all the buzzers in the flat and rang our buzzer for too long, like held it down. Yeah. And that was the first signal of something going Oh, on. like I'm checking if someone's in sort of thing. No, I think he, just... w- we we think that he was maybe trying to get to our next door neighbor. We think maybe there was some, there was a connection between them because he, he was, on, I've just assumed it's a man as well, but he only was going for the, that door. Mm-hmm. So, it, and now in hindsight, it was, I think it was maybe there was somebody that was known to them or whatever. And it was maybe like a dispute or something, but like he was just trying to get in the, bu- in the through the front door. Yeah. Um, but we just, and there was like loads of banging going on and like we could hear that he was trying to get through oh that. The, the, it was quite like frightening. And I was listening at our door to all of this. And when it went silent, I was like, I'm going to go, I'm going to go out. And my girlfriend was like, you're not fucking going out there. We're going to wait. And if anything else happens, we're calling the police, which I is actually the sensible Louisa. course yeah. of action. But then we heard so like, a couple of days later, we were in our spare room. We heard a load of banging again. And <laughs> I don't know what my plan was, but I flew out of the room like a gazelle. And I like ran to the front door and she was like, what? And it was our washing machine. <laughs> 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 I was I was I was like, I don't even know what I was going to do. You gave that washing machine such a good point. I think there's a my friend um, Louise Atkinson, very talented comedian, was telling me that she was reading a book and there's the fight flight or freeze and then there's also another one. Is it the f- fuck like, yeah. <laughs> those yeah. are the four key they'll get you out of any situation you, know what? you joke but kind of um, which is like befriend oh it's fawn oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Fawn, yeah, yeah, got yeah it. fawn yeah. like befriend negotiate no this is true um, because this is when we did Jodie Mitchell thumb, don't you? Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Jody yeah. Mitchell did a very early episode of this podcast and had a, a sort of crazy breaking story of a, of a man who was ended up in their flat in their flat yeah and they and they sort of befriended. They they they, they made, had to, made to him a de-escalate. Yeah. Sure, yeah, and he yeah, yeah. Hung out in the flat for a couple of hours, and they chatted, yeah. and they found out what was going on. And and it, that's apparently um, sort of in sort of stereotypes. It's uh, it's a common uh, reaction in women um, to sort of be stereotypical de-escalate, about it. Yeah, is that it's uh, my my way out of this is almost sort of charm. Yes, um, and. Uh, uh, Show that I'm on your side. So Becoming become an ally. Can I help? Totally. I think I... I'd be I'd be inclined to to go that way. Mostly because I'd be so. Even if someone was sort of physically attacking me, yeah. I'd mm. be thinking, well, if I hit him, maybe I've misunderstood. Yeah. yeah. Maybe yeah, I'd be yeah, the yeah. aggressor. Yeah. Do you the know what anxiety. Mean? Yeah. It's actually the smartest way out of something. I think if you, yes. you know if somebody goes, actually, no, this person is not an enemy to me. I I need to get myself out of this situation. And but that's the chat like, part of that as well, isn't it? The charmer part of that. Yeah. If you're like, yeah. if you're like, I can, I can, you know, I've got mm. the gift of the gap. 
crap. Like I can chat my way out of this. But I, I think the the humanizing thing. I was once um, with some friends, a family. I was going out with the girl and the her brother and her parents were there. It was like we were fourteen or something. And a guy who was really angry at her brother kind of came and it was like a kind of uh, rollerblading mm. uh, aggravated. It was, <laughs> it was a long time ago. And uh, and a guy came in, like a guy, another like 15-year-old kid or a slightly older kid, whatever. And he came in and was like, yeah, yeah, I'm getting, you know, and was sort of like, you know, ignoring the fact that the family were there having a nice, quiet yeah. you know, meal in a, in a cafe or something. And he came and started having a go. And the dad, did, who's a theatre director, did a really cool thing of going, oh, hello. I won't say their real names, but mm. it was like, oh, hello, my name's John. And this is obviously, you know, Dave. And mm. just kind of introduced yeah. everyone. Yeah. And that really helped because you go, oh, look, yeah. I've just humanised us. Can I draw your attention to who these people are on the table? Exactly. These are some situation. real people that yeah. are all hanging out and having a family kind of thing. Yeah. So why don't you sit down and join us? And obviously the, the kid was like, <laughs> like that. It really nope. worked. I was, I was going to say that I think I freeze, but if everyone else also freezes, I am a compromiser, so I will then be brave. That's interesting. Yeah. Because I think Louise definitely, I don't know if she would always freeze, but she froze on that night. When you tried to attack the washing machine. When I tried to attack the washing machine. (laughs) She was like standing there doing nothing. (laughs) I was like, that's embarrassing. Getting stuck in and changing its fucking spin cycle. (laughs) (laughs) Somebody's got to do something. Punching it. <laughs> She's begging me to stop. This thing is like, let's just talk about up. it. <laughs> um, yeah. But I think but that, it's I, when you see somebody else freeze and you go, well, I've got it. Somebody's got to do something. Yeah, because I, I've told the story before, but the the time that that guy got into a tent when mm-hmm. me and my sisters were, when I was like 13 Ooh. and uh, and everybody froze and then I was brave. Yeah. And- I think, yeah, for sure, having some sense of that sort of, like I, I before I was a parent, I, I kind of, I don't know if I stopped a fight, but I got involved in a fight in mm. um, uh, like Neil's yard kind of area, um, like Seven Dials kind of area. And um, there was a guy who it was one of those things where you go like initially it looks like a homeless person attacking a businessman. And then you go, oh, no, this businessman's horrible. And yeah, he yeah. started a fight. Yeah. Uh, and I I, th- I think I've got a sense like, you know, within a few seconds, you go, oh, oh, I think it's that way around. And then the homeless person then picks up a chair and throws it. And you go, oh, maybe they're both bad. <laughs> or maybe they're both good. Who knows what this could have been. Yeah. And I just had a weird sort of like, I'm going to insert myself into the middle of this mm. in a... Like, I mean, this this reference will go over your heads, I'm sure. But I'm like uh, Robert McCall in The Equalizer. Uh, yeah. Watch that fly over my head. <laughs> whoosh. Um, uh, and that's the original Edward Woodward one. Other people uh, born in the 70s. Yeah. Yeah. Hey. Um, but Please he... email us if you get that. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, let's get the demographic. Hit, hit us up on GeoCities if you get that. Um, <laughs> But basically, his it was like a, a TV show where he was like a, a one man army. But he wasn't mm. a fighter. He would just he was British, and he would just tell people to calm down, and yeah. they would. And it'd be like episode seven. It's inner city gangland violence, and he marches out. And he's like, "Can you all pack it in?" <laughs> I would absolutely brilliant. Like the Equalizer. That yes, was yeah. In my head. Oh, yeah, I inserted yeah. myself in it and went calm down. Um, and they sort of did. They were they were still shouting at each other, and there was a bit of shouting at me. But they sort of ended up. I was I just kind of put myself in the way. And then I came back and I, my friend Steve was there who I'd been, like we'd been walking together when we saw it happen. And he went, see, I, I, I couldn't do that. Yeah. And I was like, uh, hey, the equaliser here. I've, I've got, <laughs> and he was like, no, 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 I couldn't. I've got children. There'd be no point in me doing that. Yeah. Because there's too much at stake. And I went, oh, yes, a good point. Absolutely anything could have happened. And I feel like it's a weird, and you it's get just that a now. weird transaction of, yeah, yeah I absolutely get that yeah. now. And yeah, something yeah. happened last night, which wasn't great. I kind of walked past and slunk away and rang the police rather than, 
yeah. you know, pour oil on the situation yes. and fuel or Which is the best, which it's is what, what we're told to do. To do. It just yeah. doesn't feel good because you want to immediately stop. It, it clashes with the yeah. narrative you have of yourself. Yeah. Like, yeah. well, you know, you see a bad thing happen or you see a report or like a viral video of someone being a racist fucker on a tube and you think, well, if I was there. Oh, you know, you yeah, know, yeah. no, I mean, that's, that's I've, I've misrepresented that slightly. What you think, what I think is... I wonder what I'd do in that situation. And I try to be optimistic and think, well, I, I hope that I would do the right thing. Yeah. yeah. But then it's such a thin line, isn't it? When you go, oh, if that actually happens, probably you'll be thinking, if I get involved, I, like I don't have any fighting skills. I can't end this. No. And I, what I can do is really escalate it. Well, I keeping always, your fucking head down no, and feeling I really, bad. And I, and I always have like the, the girl thing then as well, which is just like... Why would I put like it's dangerous enough? Yeah, <laughs> why would I put? I have why? to have my partner tell me that. All the, t- yes, all the time, the reason like, I have to be like, you, we are two small people. You can't you are just people, yeah. go and enter into a situation. And she'll sometimes have to say, and I'm with you. So if you're not even thinking about yourself, think about me in that situation. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't even know your fucking name. <laughs> 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 I'm trying to save lives, baby. Yeah. Don't you care about the children? I was so. What should I say? That's what. That, Are that, you the children in that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sarah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> poor children is my ego. <laughs> Do you have a sliding doors moment for us? No, we have to rebrand it and say this is the moment that you're glad it did happen. Thank fuck it did happen. Thank yes, I mean sliding doors is already quite a successful brand in itself. Yeah, that's it's true. Hard to sneak in as a. Why? What is it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Huh? <laughs> did we make that up? Yeah. <laughs> we did. Yeah, we started that. I've never seen the source material. I've never. Oh seen Oh my door. god! Is it is it really good or is it just <laughs> a good idea? See Gwyneth and her bribe. Mm, oh. I don't know that I do. Oh my god! It's In one film. she's a brunette and the other one she's a blonde. <laughs> Jesus, things really can work out differently. Yeah, can't they? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's honestly it's magical. Tell us your sliding doors. So this is a very happy uh, thing, but it's yeah. it happened in quite a, a funny way, which is that uh, when I was. 11 years old I yeah about 11 I started secondary school and I was very I'm not going to say I was very unhappy but I don't have many happy memories of that period of my life I went to the primary school I joined that school it was a fee paying school I got a scholarship to a fee paying school and I joined halfway through the second year mm-hmm. of the primary school so I didn't know anyone I didn't know the rules I didn't know the posh games all the posh kids wore pupil number 1756 it was hell right it didn't yeah. suit me at all in fairness I now am still in touch with someone I was friends with there who he loved it. So yeah. probably it was me, but it didn't suit me. It wasn't me. Um, and uh, so when I joined the secondary school, I met this guy who uh, he's called Noel. And he was sat at the back of the class and it was like day one. Where are we going to sit? Yeah. Who's going to sit with who? Now, Did you have a choice? I'm, uh, well, sort there was a limited. It was almost like the teacher went, take a seat. And in that moment, everyone was like, what's the rest of the year going to look like, I think? Or maybe they weren't, just I was. Do you know what I mean? Because a lot of them had come from the primary school. It was attached. It was sort of part of the same school. Okay, so it was the So a lot of them knew each other, and I knew them. But I didn't want to shit with any of them. And there was this, there was a few new people in the class. And uh, one of them, I won't say his name, let's call him Sid. um, and And there was Noel. And me and Sid both made a beeline for Noel. And I was thinking... I I like the cut of this guy's jib. He's wearing um, NHS spectacles with a tiny Decepticon logo in Ooh, the thing. Yeah, okay. Yeah, it was cool. Yeah. And uh, and I just thought, there's something about this guy. I want to sit next to him. 
And it was literally, it was like the ball was in the air, everyone take a seat. Yeah. And people rushed and, you know, like all those awful moments in school where it's like get into twos, mm, you know, twos horrible. and one three, yeah. and then people are snatching each other and doing all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, horrible. horrible. Um, it's all boys school. <laughs> and uh, obviously. Yeah. I mean. <laughs> and... Um, <laughs> and uh, and there was it, it can't have been as instant as I'm remembering it because there was time for a very brief conversation where I went, oh, I'll sit with you and call him Sid was like, oh, I was going to sit here. And I went, um, what? There was this weird kind of like, oh, this needs resolved pretty quickly. Yeah. And then Sid made a, a clanging misstep where he said, I'll pay you. <laughs> no. <laughs> and and heartbreaking. Right. But he'll pay you in what? I don't know. It was like money. Fee paying school. Some, These kids are rich. Well, it was something like I'll give you a pound. Do you know what I mean if you let me sit near you? And I so think Noel and Noel was like Noel. Noel had, would have been like, who the his, fuck? Are these, this is day one. What is this place? Noel yeah. had by proxy just had ownership of the seat next to him. Yeah, yeah, because he he was sat there first because he had, and I think that's why me and Sid were both attracted to this guy because he'd just taken a seat at the back left of the classroom. Yeah. And was sat there. He wasn't going around looking for confidence. a place to be. Mm. Yeah. He just had vibes. He had quiet confidence. He, yeah. yeah, quiet confidence. As opposed to the confidence of "I'll pay you." Exactly. And I feel, you know, I, in, the, in the remote, I, I bear Sid no ill will. You know, yeah, he, yeah. Was, he was uh, he was quite trying. a small guy, and he was trying, and he was alone and self-conscious like I was. Mm. But simply because he did this thing of blurting out "I'll pay you," Noel was a bit like, "That's all right, mate." You can sit there to me. So I sat there. So because of that, I didn't I didn't win. I just didn't do something yeah, awkward that I'd lose. regret for the rest yeah, of my yeah. life. And then Noel went on to become my best friend and change my life. And we let we kind of both hated the school and sort of mutually kind of backed and affirmed each other in hating it. And we both left at sixteen and went and did A levels together in a college and did like theatre stuff. And he also like the following year he got me into this drama group and that massively changed my life and got mm. me into performing. And then we did a double act together on the street and travelled all over the world and became street performers. And he, he was like, he's been the most fundamental oh my God. guiding thing in my That's life. Amazing. And did you and, pay him for the whole time? Uh, <laughs> £2.50 and then he yeah. transformed into a cassette deck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, so there was that moment which was just like, and I feel bad for Sid. Yeah. But it was, you know, it's a do- he, I'm sure he doesn't remember Sid's it. Sid's He's dog dead. eat yeah. dog world. It was a dog eat dog school. Yeah. yeah. So, so, um, that's amazing. Yeah, it really, if I think of like tiny little sliding doors moments yeah. where like, had I not befriended him at that time, perhaps I would have gone on to, who knows. But it just, I just remember having a laugh with him and going, oh God, it's not me that's wrong. Yeah. It's everyone else because Noel agrees with me. Yeah. yeah. And when uh, you find your, your one person, person in school, mm-hmm. that's really special. Yeah. yeah. Like, especially if you've struggled before. Like... Is really I, I I met this girl Shouty when I was fifteen and um and I'm still friends with her now and it was like my first proper friend at fifteen and I'd really struggled before mm. then but it was like she saw me like straight away uh-huh. and it was just so it was like I, I felt like all the weight <laughs> it's transformative isn't it That's yeah it's assurance it was... of like I'm gonna turn up tomorrow and I'm gonna know who I'm walking towards yes and who I'm sitting down next to and I know yeah. they'll like me yeah. which yeah. is like such a crazy yeah concept when you have people felt haven't that. Like and you, you feel it it's yeah. incredible yeah 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 it's amazing yeah it's amazing I'm it's really special I feel that one day oh, yeah, we have to stop <laughs> for the podcast we have to pretend we're friends Mickey wouldn't let me sit <laughs> with her when we do the podcast <laughs> yeah. I notice for the benefit of the listener I am sitting in between <laughs> Mickey yeah. and Sarah mm-hmm. keeping them at arm's length yeah 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 you're our buffer yeah 
Sarah's just thrown a chair at Mickey. That could probably be edited out. <laughs> Did you hear that? Could you hear that? Ow! Clatter, clatter, clatter. <laughs> well, Stu, those were great. Really good stories. Thank you. Thank you so much for telling them to us. Where can people find you if yeah. they want uh, to look for you? People can... My podcast is called The Comedian's Comedian and uh, people can find out all about me and everything I do at stuartgoldsmith.com. And will you permit me a small plug? Because I've, I've got an exciting thing. I'm plug it. Or a big plug. On the 23rd of February, which is in the future yeah. at current standards, um, I'm doing a thing. Uh, I'm releasing a special, um, and it's on Moment, and you can find all the details about it. It's uh, And I every, every time I try to describe it to anyone, like I did a big mail shot, it's got 50 replies going, where can where it, is it in London? What do we no? It's online. I don't, online. I don't know, it's big rigmarole because there's no word for what a thing is anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's not a DVD. It's a comedy show. It's pre-recorded, but it's being the recording and editing is all. I'm so proud of it. It's lovely, and it's the um, clips look amazing. Thank you, you thank you. Online. I'm so they excited. So I'm good. so excited. Well, that's amazing. Everybody, uh, uh, tune in for that, please. Yes, do that. 23rd of Feb. Thanks, gang. Thanks, Stu. Thanks, Stu. Goodbye. Bye, so menacing. <laughs> That was Stuart Goldsmith. That was Stu. When did we start doing that like that? What? Like we're radio. Outroing our guests. Like that was Stuart, oh, that was Stuart Goldsmith. <laughs> uh, he was great. Those stories were amazing. He's so funny. So funny. And you should sign up to our Patreon. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Please sign up to our oh, Patreon. Oh no. Last week you were like, I'm going to start doing this up top. And I forgot. And you forgot immediately. Forgot. But I'll do it up top next week. Yeah. I'll do it every other week. Yeah. Don't want to hit anyone it's because, over the head with it's it. because you got so like bogged up in wanting to be able to steal a baby. Yeah, <laughs> I know. But you've got to thank the baby. I've got to thank everybody because I'm trying to be tough these days. Yeah, you can't walk around thanking people. Yeah, when you've nicked a baby, I uh, can't wait to hear about it next week. Uh, all the tough, tough things you've done. Yeah, that yeah, have yeah, changed yeah. your mm-hmm. I'm vibe. Gonna, I'm gonna beat up Lucas. Ooh, Lucas? No. No. (laughs) No. Please, you're so strong. You're meant to agree with me, Lucas. I mean, (laughs) it's my year. (laughs) 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 You're meant to agree with me wanting to beat you up. (laughs) Come on, Lucas. I'm paying you. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, No, I won't. I'll leave him alone. Okay, good. This time. This time. Okay, very. Uh, Loving your vibe. Guys, (laughs) (laughs) this little frisson, yeah, 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 yeah. will they? Won't they fight? (laughs) (laughs) Won't they fight? Very exciting. Oh, god, yeah. So, please sign up to our our Patreon. Um, thank you to everyone who signed up so far. That's been so great. We love you so much. We We love love you you so much every week. And we give, uh, and the and the the gift that we give you for for love for us loving you and you loving us is we're going to give you extra episodes. Extra episodes. We are. We're going to record some uh, some some. Next week. Patreon exclusives. Next week? Next week. Let's do it next week. Let's do it next week. I'm free. Um, what else am I going to do? Um, and yes. please, uh, I don't know. Chuck us an email, lad. Chuck us an email. Uh, we are thankfuck for that at gmail.com. Know you in the fuck. We'd love to hear your stories or if you have any thoughts, any feedback, don't give us feedback. We won't listen. Please sign up to our um, like social media. Yes. Sign up. <laughs> Follow us on social media and uh, and, and, fo- and go to see us live. Go see us live. We're always I, live. I'm, I'm going to plug Sarah uh, Sarah's live shows. Go see Sarah live. It's so good. Like genuinely. 
It's one. It's it's so good. It's gonna blow. If you've never seen Sarah live, it, it's gonna blow your mind. Because <laughs> this is shit. <laughs> this podcast. If you think Sarah's good on this podcast, you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> what Sarah's good at is being on stage. Yeah, I'm gonna. Uh, well, that's real nice. That's a nice thing to say. And Bloomsbury um, Theater, 19th of March. If there are still tickets available by the time this comes out, don't bring your babies. Do not bring your babies. <laughs> she will steal them. I'll have them off you. I'm going to plug Biggie shows. <laughs> you're going to like start one of those like bring your own baby shows. <laughs> and you're just going to be salivating in front. Oh my God. I can't believe you all fell for my scheme. <laughs> Walk over with a big sack. <laughs> I'll take that off your hands. Yeah. <laughs> Put the baby in the bag, madam. <laughs> And people are so trusting of your lovely face. You'll get it back at the end of the show. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, that's Go the plan. See Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> My rooms are going to be so empty from now on. Go see Mickey. Go see Mickey at Vault. She's doing brand new work at Brogo shows. Yeah. And I can't wait to see it. You didn't say anything about how good it is. It's so good. It's so good. Lucas, He's great was, at this stuff. I mean, I haven't honestly, seen this. My feeling. I haven't yeah. seen this, so I don't know. <laughs> I haven't seen this. You're like, I <laughs> cannot commit to a compliment. <laughs> <laughs> but I think it's going to be great. <laughs> devastating. <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> devastating. Vicky's very, very funny. Oh, no. Don't even try it very, right very now. Funny. Yeah, very oh, funny. So. It's not Janina Rooney. It's not Janina Rooney. <laughs> That's, that's my, what I always say. That's what I put on the, yeah, that's my that's my quote for, <laughs> that I put on my poster. My pull quote Cheaper from Sarah than Janina Rooney. <laughs> <laughs> but not as good. Sarah Keyworth. No, very, very good. Oh, thank you. Yeah. So yeah, come come see our, uh, come see us uh come see us live. Hard recommend. Hard. Mm. Come see us live hard. Yeah. There's um, a lot of like um cummy words in there. Okay. Loads of cummy words in that one. Yeah. Um, and uh, I want <laughs> Okay, we have to stop this. Uh, thank you so much for listening, guys. Thank you guys. for listening. And you'll hear us next time. Yeah, you will. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you look so pleased with yourself. Yeah, because I did it for you. Yeah. Cool. Will you do this whole thing for me? Thank you for listening to Thank Fuck For That. It was hosted by Mickey Overman and Sarah Kiewis. It was produced by Lucas Jeffcoat with music from Ben Cavanaugh. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.
Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com.